God speaking with your host, Dennis Beard. We've been talking about the peace of the Lord, the divine appointments of God with man, and we've been focusing on the last season, the third season, which is that of tabernacles. We know that in the tabernacles there are three feasts, the Feast of Trumpets, the Day of Atonement, and the Feast of Tabernacles. But what does this mean to us, the Christian world? What does it mean to us that are in the body of Christ that are in the true gospel of Jesus, knowing that Jesus is that true and only God Almighty, that he is a blessed and only potentate who only hath immortality, a Jesus only doctrine of Christ, not in a false trinity doctrine. Well, it has very, very uh, true time for us to to see and understand the time that we're living in and what is required of us in present truth. We know the Word of God says in John's epistle, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, then the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. And we have fellowship one with another, but cleanses us from all sin means that it is a present hour, day, week, month, year, cleansing as we progress in truth. If we do not progress in that truth, going from faith to faith from glory to glory, we find ourselves backslidden, backing up on God. And woe be to them that are at ease in Zion. And Jesus said, I'll search Jerusalem with candles and punish all them that are settled on their leaves. So it's very important that we diligently seek the Lord our God and do his will in present truth. Now, when we, we know all truth. Is there a season, a specific season that God has given us that we will be led and guided into all the truth that we have in the Word of God? And that is the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. Signified, signified it by his angel unto John. Those things are the things of faith. The faith that was once delivered to the saints is nothing but the revelation of Jesus Christ. Nothing more, nothing less. In Revelation 1 verse 1 tells us the bottom line, the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto him to show unto his servants things. Now faith is the substance of things so far, the evidence of things not seen. And these things are the things of faith. The things which are seen are temporal. The things which are not seen are eternal. These are the things of faith. It is not only reading the words of the book of this prophecy, but keeping it. In other words, in obedience. So we have to not only be a hearer of the word, but a doer of the word. The season we're focusing on and have been is the Feast of Trumpets. Now, Rosh Hashanah is the new year. And it was brought in by two witnesses because it was a lunation. It was a moon. And that first day of the seventh month would be a feast of trumpets. But that new year was to be brought in by two witnesses. And as soon as they saw that moon and declared it by two witnesses, it was then recorded. That is the Rosh Hashanah, the new year. Well, the same is true in the word of God. Let everything be established in the mouth of two or three witnesses. And Jesus stated 
there in John 8. It's written in your law, the testimony of two men is true. I'm one that beareth witness of myself, or a record of myself, and my father that sent me, he beareth record of me. Then he goes on and says, there, that testimony and witness. It's written in your law, the testimony of two men is true. We go to the testimony, and then he goes from record to witness. I'm one that beareth witness of myself, that's in the flesh, the body of Christ, his own body, and my father that sent me, he beareth witness of me. That's the other witness. Now, the two witnesses will be the body of Christ, which is the two olive trees, which is the two candlesticks, which is the church. And these will declare the truth in the latter days for a time, times a half, three and a half years and 42 months before the second advent of our Lord Jesus Christ. Where are we now? And what significance is it in the seasons of God and this particular feast of trumpets? Now we're focusing on that feast of trumpets. That feast of trumpets, how long will you hear, me, hear the sound of the trumpet, the alarm of war? The trumpeters is the ministry voice of Jesus. And as we see in Nehemiah 8, it is that seventh month. The first day of the seventh month is a time that in the season of tabernacles that God is going to reveal the book to us. Very important. When will we be led and guided into all truth and be able to receive the word of God in its fullness unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ? Well, we see that in the book of Haggai, in the second chapter, it's on the 21st day of the seventh month, which that 21st day of the seventh month, we're going into the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles. Then he goes on and says, at that time, I will shake all nations and the desire of all nations will come. The silver and the gold is mine and I'll make the glory of the latter house greater than that of the former. Here again, it's in the seventh month. But when in that seventh month? It's definitely in the season of tabernacles. So we see that in the building of that temple, we have that, that Zerubbabel, son of Sheltiel, and Joshua, the son of Josedek. When we see that Cyrus makes a decree to build the temple, the temple of God, the tabernacle that uh, uh, torn down to rebuild it, that by that decree of Cyrus to restore and rebuild it was given unto Shezbasser. Shezbasser was the name, the Babylonian name of Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel born in Babylon, but we're to come out of Babel, come out of Babylon, touch not the unclean thing, come out of confusion into all truth, not partial truth. Now we see through a glass darkly. We have been in that second season of Pentecost for over 2000 years or two days with the Lord. Now presently we're in the third day. 
And God stated in Hosea 6, in the third day, I'll raise you up and you will live in my sight. And we follow on to know the Lord is going forth as prepared as the morning. And he will come to us as the rain, not the rapture, not yet, but as the rain, the former and the latter rain in the first month. The former rain is in the book of Acts. The second chapter as when they were filled with the Holy Ghost. They began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. That was on the day of Pentecost. But now we're going into and are now in the last season of God, Tabernacles, in the Feast of Trumpets. And it's the Feast of Trumpets that God will give us the understanding of the book. We will be led and guided into all truth, not partial truth, not seen through a glass darkly now, but when that which is perfect has come, charity, then we will know even as we are known of him. Then we will see face to face that glory because you've had added to your faith virtue and from virtue you've added knowledge. Knowledge Temperance, temperance, patience, patience, godliness, the God life, godliness, brotherly kindness, and finally adding to brotherly kindness, charity. Now, charity is the bond of it. It's the guarantee that we're coming unto perfection, not in the sweet by and by. But now, before the second advent of the Lord God come, before the great and terrible day of the Lord comes. And we're told in Acts 3, 20 and 21, that the heavens must receive Jesus until the times of the restitution of all things. In other words, the heavens must receive Jesus. He's not coming back until all things are restored. And that's the reason why. In Matthew 17, on the Mount of Transfiguration, when the disciples of Jesus asked Jesus, why do the disciples of John say that Elijah must first come? Jesus then told us about these seasons. He said, Elijah will truly must first come and restore all things. The restores the restoration, the things are the things of faith because faith again is the substance of things so far, the evidence of things not seen and restore all things, not partial things, not some things, but all things, all truth to the body of Christ growing up into Jesus in all things that were not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. So it's given to us to know this truth. It's given to us to know all things and to know all truth and no lies of the truth. It is a full revelation of Christ, Christ in you, the hope of glory. So we see here in Ezra that we have Shezbazer, which is Zerubbabel, coming out of that born in Babylon, but coming out of Babylon, son of Sheltiel, son of prayer, Sheltiel, prayer, Joshua, Jehovah's salvation, son of Josedek, righteousness. There we see the building of the temple and the type is that we in this temple of God that we are will come unto all truth that we will come to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. 
unto a perfect man. As we see in Nehemiah, in chapter 8, verse 1, and all the people gathered themselves together as one man. Now, that's the unity of the faith. You'll see in Ephesians 4, he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry. Here's the work of the ministry that we will build and it will finish that full consummation in the temple of God. The last soul will be saved and we're in all truth because Jesus is coming back for a church without spot, without blemish, perfect in all of our ways. The bride hath made herself ready. Well, there we find that in Ephesians 4, for this work of the ministry, to the edifying of itself in love, the edification of the body of Christ, and to the unity of the faith, one mind, one accord, just as it was in the former season of Pentecost, it will be greater in the last season of tabernacle, and especially in the Feast of Trumpets, the ministry voice of Jesus. It is the ministry voice of a multitude, the voice of many waters, the voice of a host. It's the voice of the church of the living God. Every individual member will be a living epistle and an oracle for God to literally preach this gospel of the kingdom to all the world for a witness of all nations, and then the end will come. As we read here, it will be as one man, Jesus the head, and we the body of Christ, making but one man, filling heaven and earth, of whom the whole family is named in heaven and in earth the name Jesus. For as many as been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Don't you know, Paul said, all runs in a race, but only one wins the prize. The prize is the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And only those ones that come unto perfection, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, unto a perfect man, one man, Jesus ahead, and we, the members in the body of Christ, making but one body, and that is the unity of the faith until the knowledge of the Son of God. That knowledge of the Son of God is not knowing Jesus after the Spirit and after the flesh, but literally coming up to a perfect image of Jesus Christ himself. And we find that was God's will from the foundation of the world. In Ephesians 1, to gather all things together in one in Christ Jesus even as Jesus prayed in John 17, Father, make them one. Even as I and you and you and me, make them one in us. And that is not a plurality of person. It is the Lord Jesus Christ, that, that glory that was given in the days of his flesh. That same glory, he said, I give unto you the body of Christ. That same glory, not a lesser glory, that same glory. But we have to enter into it. God will do great things. But we must seek the Lord diligently for it to come to pass. And obedience to the word of God under righteousness. So at this point, 
we are coming into the unity of the faith. God gathering his individual members that are scattered all over the place, made a prey for every beast on every high hill and bringing us all into one body, not a denomination, but one body, the temple of the Holy Ghost. We're not our own, we're bought with a price. And here we have it, but when is that happening? When will God do this? Well, we see here in Nehemiah that the people gathered themselves together as one man. And they went the street that was before the water gate. Now the water is the water of life, which that gate is Jesus only. Jesus is, and as they came into the Feast of Tabernacles, and Jesus went up, as it were, in secret in John 7, and as they were pouring out the, the barrels of, uh, of water, and water and water, uh, as they poured them out on the seat, on the, on the ascents of the steps of ascension, as our degrees, Jesus was there and he cried out at that very point when it was silence and a very consecrated moment. Jesus cried out with an electric voice. If any man thirsts, let him come unto me. He is the water of life. He is that one that said, if you drink of this water, you'll never thirst again. The water speaks of sustenance. Yes, that is life. And all life is in Jesus Christ. Here we have in Nehemiah giving us the time that this happens, just as it was in the seventh month there in John 7, where Jesus cried with an electric voice about the water. He is the water of life. He is that manna that came down from heaven. He is the living word. And we see in Nehemiah 8, as we read on, and they spake unto Ezra the scribe to bring the book of the law of Moses, which the Lord had commanded to Israel. Now, we're not under the law, but we're under the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. Now, where we were servants unto sin, now we're a servant unto the Lord Jesus Christ. And we look into that perfect law of liberty, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. And as the spirit leads us in the walking in that, in the spirit, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh and do, we will do the will of God, but he will lead us and guide us into all truth. But what we're looking at here is when in Pentecost. No, we know that because Paul said in Hebrews nine, the cherubim of glory shadowing the mercy seat of which now we cannot speak particularly. And the cherubim are the living creatures, the living Zoe before the throne of God, which make up the perfect man. They are not angels. That's the body of Christ in a higher glory. In Revelation 4, verse 1, we are told that's a rapture. That is a lie. It's not the rapture. It's a door open in heaven. We're made to set together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We're not raptured yet, but we're made to sit there in four and 20 seats in heaven with the four and 20 elders and the four beasts before the throne of God in Revelation 4 and Revelation 5. That's the body of Christ. 
And it says there, John in Revelation 4, 1, there was a door open in heaven unto me and a voice of a trumpet. There's a piece of trumpets. Notice that trumpet. And it's going to get that ministry voice of Jesus. That voice of Jesus is going to get louder and louder there as the coming of the Lord draws nigh. And that voice of a trumpet talking with, talking with me, John said, come up hither. Somebody said, well, that's a rapture. No, it's not. Why? Because, and I will show you things. Those are the things of faith. It's not a rapture. It's revelation, higher revelation. It's given us to eat of the hidden manna. It's given to us the body of Christ, a white stone, where it is a new name written, and only he knows that receives it. It's a word of God and a higher revelation of Jesus Christ to show unto us servants things which must shortly come to pass. It's the words of the book of this prophecy. It is the final mature growing in the fullness of Jesus Christ unto a perfect man. And that is the Revelation 19.10, what John saw when he was going to worship this man that he saw. He knew that that was the Lord Jesus Christ. And if anybody knew Jesus, John, the revelator, knew him. And John was about to worship him. And he said, see, thou doest it not. I am thy, uh, thy fellow servants and of thy brethren. I'm one of you that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The testimony of Jesus is the faith that was once delivered to the saints. It is a spirit of prophecy that by that is the only way we can understand the words of the book of this prophecy, which is the revelation of Jesus Christ. God is doing it now in this season, in this feast. As we see in Nehemiah 8, Ezra the priest brought the law before the congregation. Now we look at that law, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus to the law, the law, the spirit of life. As many as are led of the spirit of God, these are the sons of God to the testimony. What testimony? The testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy. If any man speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. We cannot stay in Pentecost and think we're going to be saved. We must go on to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ in present truth. And as Ezra and the whole congregation coming in as one man, which we will do in the last days, we need to see what season this is in. Will it be in Passover? The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? No. Will it be perfected in Pentecost? No, there's a second season, but we're not perfected in Pentecost because as soon as the body of Christ comes unto the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ in that short work in righteousness, he will put in the sickle and reap the harvest into his, in his garner, into his barn. And what we find here, it says that all men and women and all that could hear with understanding upon the first day of the seventh month. What does that let us know? It lets us know 
It's the Feast of Trumpets, the ministry voice of Jesus. We're in that ministry voice of Jesus now for those that have an ear to hear. And it's time that we go on past Pentecost and simply the book of Acts, the second chapter, to go on in the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave to him to show unto his servants things uh, which must shortly come to pass. Grow up into him in all things. Come unto fathers that have known him that's from the beginning, which is the word of God. The living creatures, the Zoe, the lion, man, calf, and eagle of Revelation 4 and 5, that these living creatures are the body of Christ in a higher glory, a higher than Pentecostal glory, unto tabernaclist, tabernacle glory. It's a higher level in the revelation of Jesus Christ. And we find at this time that it's the first day of the seventh month, Tishri. It's a feast of trumpets, a ministry voice of Jesus. Let's see what happens there. Well, he read therein before the street that was before the water gate. Of course, that is Jesus, the water of life, from morning until midday. He comes to us to us as the morning, the morning star, the form of the latter rain, before the men and the women and the, those that could understand and the ears of the people were attentive unto the book of the law. In other words, the people that are seeking God will have an ear to hear what God is saying. And Ezra the scribe stood upon a pulpit of wood, which they had made for him for that purpose. And beside, all, beside him also was Methaniah, Sheba, Ananiah, Urijah, Hilkiah, Messiah, Messiah, and on his right hand and on his left hand, Padiah, Messiah, Micaiah, uh, Hashman, Hashbadna, Zechariah, and Meshulam. And Ezra opened the book. Very important. Here we go. And Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people. That book will be opened. That is that book that we find in Revelation, the 10th chapter, that little book. It's not sealed. And John, take that book and eat you all of it. Not some of it, all of it. It'll be sweet to your mouth as honey, bitter to your belly. Nobody's going to give it to you. You've got to take it. The law and the prophets were unto John. Since that time, men pressed their way into it. There, the kingdom of God suffers violence. The violent take it by force. That's where we're at now. And those that diligently are seeking the Lord, our God, diligently will find him in present truth, not Pentecost, but this last great day truth in the Lord Jesus Christ unto a perfect man. And it says, and Ezra opened the book in the sight of all the people, for he was above all the people. And when he opened the book, all the people stood up. They reversed the word. And Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and all the people answered, amen and amen, with lifting up their hands. And they bowed their heads and worship the Lord with their faces to the ground. Now, notice with the same people again, Yeshua Bainer goes on verse 7, and notice that it says, And Jeshua and Bainai, Sherebiah, Jamin, Akbud, Shabbatiah, Hodijah, Messiah, 
Kaleda, Azariah, Jezebel, Hanan, Peliah, and the Levites. I know my pronunciation is not great there. But notice the, the last of that verse. Cause the people to understand the law. What does that mean to us? We will be given all truth, not partial truth, all truth in this feast of trumpets, in this season of tabernacles, which we're in that third day now, and God's giving it to those that have an ear. And he's given us the understanding of the book. The Holy Ghost is leading us into things that could not be spoken in Pentecost. Paul said so. He said, I knew a man, whether in the body, out of the body, I could not tell. Such a man caught up to the third heaven and saw things, things of faith that was unlawful for a man to speak. Why? Because that was in the Pentecostal realm, the season of Pentecost. We're in the season of tabernacles now. We're in that seventh month. We're in that first day. We're in that time of the ministry voice of Jesus. And we must walk in that light as he's in the light in order to have fellowship one with another, blood flow, and for the blood of Jesus to cleanse us from all sin. It's at that time that we will have the understanding of the book being led and guided into all truth, growing up into him in all things, into Jesus Christ, that we will not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine established in the doctrine of Christ, not only the height and depth that he is God that was manifest in the earth, God manifest in the flesh, but also the length and the width that we are coming to that same measure of the stature, the fullness of Christ unto a perfect man until that time when we will enter into that level of charity, which will cover a multitude of sins, which is the bond guarantee of perfectness. We're in that season now. We're in that Feast of Trumpets now. And God gave them, look at verse 7, at Nehemiah 8, verse 7, the latter part, and the, the, the priests, the Levites, caused the people to understand the law, and the people stood in their place. Next verse, 8. So they read in the book, in the law of God distinctly, and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. Now, that's so important in this day because we're in that Feast of Trumpets. We're in that third day. We're in that last season, that third season of Tabernacles. We're in the time that God's leading and guiding the body of Christ into all truth. And when we, receive that word of God, we have come to that charity, which is the bond, the guarantee of perfectness, guaranteeing that we will meet perfection in the body of Christ. And then this gospel by these people, by the body of Christ, will preach the everlasting gospel to all the world for a witness in all nations. And then the end will come. When will he do it? Now. Why? Because we're in that Feast of Trumpets now. It will be for a time, times and a half, three and a half years, 42 months, in the Jesus ministry, 
Jesus was cut off, but not for himself. And in the midst of the week, he caused the sacrifice and oblation to cease. He fulfilled the law. He took the ordinance of that law, the ordinances of that law, and nailed it to his cross. Thereby making peace, breaking down the middle wall of partition that parted God from man. Making a new man. The new man is Jesus Christ. That last Adam made a quickening spirit. Now that spirit's in us. Christ in us. The spirit of his son in us, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, leading us and guiding us into all truth, not partial truth, all truth. And in that, three and one half years, 42 months time, times and a half, the ones that literally diligently seek the Lord their God receive this word in a higher revelation than just Pentecost will be the ones that will proclaim this everlasting gospel to all the world for witness unto all nations. For a time of times, dividing of a time, three and a half years, 42 months, 1,203 score days. We must be diligently seeking the Lord our God. The door is open. The voice in heaven talking to us as the voice of a trumpet saying, come up hither. I'm showing you things. These last day things of faith that must shortly come to pass. The servants of God that hear that word and do it will be the ones sealed by and with the Holy Ghost that uh, spirit of promise until we receive the promised possession. He's doing it now. We must diligently seek the Lord our God. We must receive this word. And by doing so, we will come into the unity of the faith unto a perfect man to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. We're in that Feast of Trumpets. We're in that seventh month. We're in that third season now. Far past since Pentecost, now in that Feast of Trumpets, the ministry voice of Jesus. If the Word of God has stirred you, and the Holy Ghost bears witness with your spirit, we'd love to hear from you. We'd like to meet you to know them that labor among us. And we'd like to meet you and you also with us when we bind together in the unity of the faith. Write to me, Dennis Beard, Post Office Box 2906, Longview, Texas, zip code 75606. Or if you have questions or you uh, would like to get in contact with us, message us, you can do so over the website, sealinggodspeople.com or dennisbeard.org. We want to thank you for your prayerful support and your generous donations, by which, without, we could not keep the podcast coming to you over the air. We always pray over your seed sown to multiply it back to you 30, 60, 100 fold, that you would be able for every good work and for God to supply the wants of the saints, not only the needs, but your wants as well. Well, until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Beard saying, Behold, the real Jesus.